What's up, everybody? This is Casey Bowles from the Texas Meltdown. In this episode, I talked to Kane and Bryce and the damn band. I was incredibly intoxicated, and there are some controversial subjects. So if you're a little bit sensitive, you might want to change the channel. We're not really sure how we got here. What we do know is we have no fucking clue what we're doing. Say something, say hey or something. Hey, hello, phone. check one. You got to talk louder than that. Hey, how you doing? Podcast. Uh, yeah, we're good. Okay. What's up, guys? I'm here with Kane and Bryce in Lindale, Texas. Actually, we're kind of in van. Man, <laughs> uh, y'all played a good show tonight. Thanks. That man. whole concert was rocking, dude. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, that's uh, all due to the damn band. Yeah, the damn band. The damn band. The damn band. <laughs> Y'all's most played song, uh, City Limit Sign? Yes. How long ago did you write that one? Uh, I wrote that probably three years ago. Um, it would be 2015 or 2016. Something like that, yeah. Let's say, let's say 2016. Uh, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll say 2016, probably, probably the beginning of that. Um, I wrote City Limit Sign about uh, being kind of in a small town around friends and... Uh, kind of getting out while you can. And, uh, you know, you get tired of fucking friends lying to you and girls lying to you. And oh my God, I'm over it. <laughs> I don't think you ever actually get over it. <laughs> no, no, you, you, you never do, but... Uh, you can say fuck bitches all you want, but it, it's just, <laughs> you're just talking at that point. You, you got to have one to the better end, period. But, uh, no, that, that, that song uh, helped me through a hard period of life. And um, definitely kind of started Kane and Bryce I, I guess yeah you know is that like your first like big song that you wrote yeah that, that has the most streams uh, it was our first single uh, it was our first song we released uh, in September of last year uh, 2017 and uh, it's been good ever since yeah uh, y'all gonna have like a new album coming out someday? I know I know you played a lot of new songs tonight I was just wondering, like, you had any of those recorded yet, or? Yeah, no. Uh, we go in uh, January of 2020. Well, we 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 left January open to go in the studio and uh, record some new stuff and uh, kind of get our teeth wet as a band. Um, my first record wasn't the band that I had uh, when I recorded that. It was studio musicians and. Um, I'm really hoping that we go in this time and I get to use, you know. I think it sounds better if you use your own band. Yes. Like it's more, it's a better vibe. It, there, there's more heart into it. There's more, uh, there's more love. And uh, I just, I don't trust anybody else besides my people. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I've a phenomenal bass player, phenomenal lead player, and uh, we just got a new drummer. 
and Which he, he did is, pretty good. I thought I thought he was pretty yes, badass. Yes, uh, he is a. Uh, you pretty much got two giant Samoans in your band. It's no offense to your race or anything. Like on, on the rhythm section, it's Vato versus Vato. <laughs> they uh, they uh, they hold it down for you know people like me and Zach that uh. Just fucking play guitar. <laughs> yeah, y'all had the bass cranked way the fuck up, and I fucking love that. Like, most of the time, like, you know, you hear bands, like, you can hear the bass, but it's not like, yeah. you can't actually hear it, but it does go with the music. We know, you know that. Like, like, without it, it would sound different on most people, but with y'all, like, yeah, you could fucking hear the bass. You could hear the bass drum, and you could hear the well, fucking the thing, bass. Most of the time when they do that, it's the bass is real tinny and kind of... You know, it's real. It it sounds fake. Yeah. Know? But a lot of times with his, they whenever they crank it up, it's just you know thick. You know, how thumps. he is thick. I mean, it just it reflects. You know, it was how, vibrating my shirt. Yeah, like, for real. Not rattles your cake. Not 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 to toot my band's horn, but uh. No, I, I'm all about fucking tooting my own horn, man. Like if you're fucking good, you're good. Like <laughs> yeah, honestly, uh, I'm I'm a firm I'm I'm a firm believer that my bass player is is a. Uh, is uh, definitely a top dog in my book, and uh, we're coming for y'all. And well, <laughs> wherever we go, man, he uh, he's definitely a favorite. Slings his fucking hair around in a circle and shit. Dude, that was I, tripping me for, the fuck yeah, out. For, dude. for some oh reason, he is he is he is the biggest fan of the sound guy, and uh, you know, vice versa. So, the sound guy takes care of him. Uh, he takes care of the sound guy, and uh, yeah, he just kind of does his thing. And y- y'all played at LJTs before, haven't y'all? Uh, I, I I played acoustic. Yeah. Um. Uh, with old Randy Brown on his uh Bloody Mary mornings, <gasps> but uh. LJT has the best Bloody Marys. Let me just <laughs> shout out to them real quick. Oh I don't go God. to. I went to LJTs back in two thousand and ten, maybe it might have been two thousand and nine. I don't allow myself to go there anymore. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Was what for? At some point, you gotta know your limit. That's true. There's. Larry Joe Taylor's just coming. Yeah. So. Uh, pretty much everybody in the band hasn't been to LJT besides me, so I understand. It gets wild, man. I it, get that, but like going for a week. It can get too crazy. If you don't have self-control, right, it can get right. too... I don't have self-control, man. You know, the bad thing is, uh, last year was my first year going all week. And uh, I, I would say I have the most self-control out of the whole band. And uh, it's still... A uh, fucking lot. I went with my buddy Alan Watson, and he was the homecoming king at Talton. <laughs> <laughs> but he got it revoked. They took it from him because he got caught drifting in his brother's rent car with two girls that weren't 21. So, like, he got uh, contributing to minors. And he got a DWI and like all this other shit because he was drifting his brother's rental car around the par- around the parking lot of the campus. And uh. So he had like a huge name for himself. What? What's his name? Alan Watson. You know Colton Watson. It was Co Wetzel's first yes. bass player. Okay, yes. it's his older brother. <laughs> I want to meet Alan and uh, I want to shake your hand uh, for being an idol for people like me. Uh, thank you for fucking shit up all the time. Yeah, yeah, he does too. <laughs> <laughs> what else you want to talk about? Oh, your conspiracy um, theories. Uh-huh. <sighs> A little bit. Not too much, but a little bit. Can somebody get me a beer, please? That'd be nice. <laughs> God damn. Is that a Keystone? I think Keystone. Um, 
way too fucked up to even talk about this. Not really. No, that's where you need to be. So, 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 so basically, yeah, so anyway, like I said, it's not gotta be one hundred percent factual. Man. So, so, so basically, uh, Operation Paperclip was um, at the end of World War Two, uh, whenever we defeated the Nazis and uh, they surrendered. And the way that I see it and the way that it was explained to me is like these scientists were fucking geniuses. And uh, they basically were so fucking smart, but they had nowhere to put it to. And the Nazis kind of opened it up and was like, here, we have all this that needs to be done. So they jumped on and did a lot of fucked up shit. And, um, lampshades made out of skin. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they, they experiment on Jews basically. And, um, did, 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 did a lot of fucked up shit. And, um, I mean, not to just them, but you know, yeah, that's exactly what it was. So whenever we defeated the Nazis, uh, the Russians tried to get the scientists to go over there and I feel like those guys that, are the ones that are responsible for like MK Ultra like those guys that was like we're dude, just to get they, people uh, see how this responsible works out. for a lot dude honestly it, it wasn't like they didn't do all the fucked up shit well yeah no they did all the fucked up <laughs> shit but they also did a lot of cool shit like uh like I said, like you invent rockets, you can get away with doing jets. some fucked up they shit. Yeah. The first jet. Yeah, that's what I hear. So uh, the basically, like all in all, Operation Paperclip, uh, the Russians wanted the German scientists, uh, but the U.S. kind of beat them to it and got the top dogs. And because uh, the fake Hitler killed itself and Hitler moved to Brazil. <sighs> Well, that we kicked their ass. I mean, I'm not gonna say it, but he's still alive. But, well, well, I bet he's war. dead now. Yeah, but I mean, he was alive after the war. Some shit. Yeah, that motherfucker be like, yeah, he be old as shit, dude. He's not alive. Have you have y'all have y'all seen that movie on net? It's on Hulu. Uh, the man who killed Bigfoot and then Hitler. Or the man oh, that killed Hitler God. and then the Bigfoot. No, it's on Hulu. It's got that Sam uh, Sam Elliott is in it. Sam Elliott, yeah. dude, no, he's actually like the main guy. No it's shit. actually a pretty legit fucking movie. Like it sounds way the fuck out it there. Sounds like bullshit. Like yeah, a like I got fucked up one night and I was like, I'm about to watch this fucking I don't, movie. I don't believe in Bigfoot. I believe in big fucking monkeys. <laughs> it's the same thing. And they walk upright. Yes. Yeah. That's literally. So and like, also you literally that, believe that, in Bigfoot. There's, there's a. <laughs> you don't even know it. <laughs> so so when, when, like big ass black bears, they stand 10 foot tall uh black bears yes dude bears get fucking big well, grizzly bears but i'm a black bear dude, fuck yes dude. you know it's funny black bears are more aggressive than grizzlies straight up we have a lot of them in arkansas they're assholes <laughs> but uh like when whenever a bear hurts its front paw um it'll stand up on its hind legs and walk like a human does yeah, I've seen that like on videos. I didn't know like I, I guess it, you make a good point. I've never thought about the fact like they actually hurt themselves. They would have to do that all the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, you think about you know humans just walk period and hurt their foot. You know they limp or fucking crawl. You know whatever it might be. Crawl to work. You know. Because it's one of those things where, like, it's not that I, I do believe in it, but I don't want to find out. Like, I don't want to be that guy. It's kind of like ghosts. Like, it's not that I believe in ghosts. It's just, I'd just rather not no, no, know. No, here's the thing with ghosts, though. Like, I want to see that shit, because what the fuck is a ghost going to do to you? Oh, and then it goes through you. That's it. Well, you don't know that. I what, That's what I hear. They like, open guys. and shut cabinets. Like, how's that? If they can do that, they can touch you. If they can touch my fucking cabinet. Okay, but how often has that happened, though? 
Exactly. Well, I mean, Bullshit. I'm just saying. I'm that, just no, bullshit. there's actually pictures of a guy that got choked out by a fucking ghost, by a fucking wife. So. There is. Uh, I'm not gonna get in. I, I will. You know, fuck it. So you can Google it. There's a Dude, guy. And it's like real around. pictures of a dude that's a ghost. Like you know, most of the famous ghost hunters, like yeah, they're all fucking fake. <laughs> but there, there was actually one guy, and there's like all kinds of pictures of like, dudes like literally like up against a fucking pole, and there's like something fucking. Yeah. You can see the, the the wire like crimping into his fucking neck. He had like marks and everything from it. Like I said, I don't believe in ghosts, but I don't want to find out either. Yeah, I, I'd well, really just you know, not here's know. Here's the thing, though. I think a lot of people who are there who believe are more susceptible to, like, I don't know if it's a brain thing or, you know, whatever. Or if you just, you're that mentally fucked. I don't know. I, but, like, I think if you're more, like, welcoming to it, you will see something or, well, fuck, there's someone well, the No, that's like, like the human mind's actually, like, evolved to do that. It's kind, of, it's kind of like a Jesus on the toast. You know, like whenever that happened. No, no, like, yeah, like your yeah, mind's yeah. programmed to see it's faces and pretty much anything. See, yeah, it's what you yeah. what you want to see. Like, like you can be out in the woods at night and you can see all kind of shit if you believe mm-hmm. in it. Like that's like people that believe in Bigfoot. Like I said, I'd rather not know. But most ninety percent of the people that's ever ninety nine percent of the people that's ever said they saw Bigfoot was probably anticipating it beforehand and actually just seen something else. If anything, I'm more inclined to believe Bigfoot than ghosts. That's just me. Oh mm. yeah, I mean that is more logical. I mean it's kind of like statistics there. Yeah, you know, because I mean, how is there not a fucking what, eight foot monkey man possibly walking around? Probably died off by now. But like that, I'm sure that's possible. More so than a abominable snow, snowman's got to be some bullshit. Like who believes in the, fucking the, giant? The way like I see it is, if there was a Bigfoot, which we do have history of Bigfoot, yeah. uh, the giant gigantus pithecus. No shit. Yeah. 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 So it was basically a fucking 10 foot monkey that walked around on its hind legs and it was this huge there's history of it but I just don't see the fact of it being current of Bigfoot hiding from humans there's a lot of land out there man you gotta continuously think, in any normal town like there's for, plenty of places out here that's like 10 miles across of yeah, just but nothing they, but woods are they that smart though to be avoided from everything. Well, you gotta think right now, chimpanzees are in the Stone Age. Like, they are. They started using yeah, tools. Yeah. 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 So, that. I mean, you gotta think something that is not even as evolved as what a technical Bigfoot would be is mm-hmm. actually pretty fucking smart. Right. Well, I mean, I don't know. A lot of people set, you know, donuts and honey buns out for them and claim that that's their favorite food, but I call bullshit, you know? Like, it just. Why? If, if they've been doing that, for, I do like, like honey buns. I, who doesn't like a honey bun? First of all, but <laughs> if you're gonna, if you're, if you're that I don't smart blame now, Bigfoot, you know. To, and and if and if you're out in the woods that long, why are you gonna take that bait? Like if you're that smart, you know, all these TVs, you know, the shit that you see on TV, and like, oh, he fucking ate it. Like I don't, I, I don't know, man. The, like, there's no might. real, like no one can prove it right now because I think they might have died off. The 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 way I see it is the fact of, like. I mean, you, you look at modern society, everybody has a camera, everybody has a phone, everybody has a, you know, just everybody has something. And if it was real, it would come to life, yeah. you know? I, I think down here, like in the South, it's probably like all the ones that's been, I know the Fat Monster was fake. Falco, Arkansas, The Legend of Body yeah. Creek. Yeah. <laughs> but that was fake because uh, it's more like a town put that on for a reason. It's because they had a lot of moonshiners. And uh, it was like their deterrent to keep people out of the woods and, right. and coming across whiskey stills. Mm-hmm. And I know that because Danny Mayton, which Josh Mayton was my good friend in like elementary, his dad let us watch that movie when we were like fucking seven. What about the Falcon? Yeah, like, like right whenever the Blair Witch come out, I also yeah. got. So I experienced the Legend of Boggy Creek, and then like 
uh, Blair Witch come out right after that. So, like, I didn't go in the woods for a long time. <laughs> I bet you didn't. Man. But, uh, anyways, he's from Falk. And, like, uh, he, like, they, there's one part where a dog gets stuck technically thrown by Bigfoot, but it gets thrown across the camera, and that was actually Danny Mayton throwing that fucking hound dog God across damn. the porch. Yeah, it's back in the day you could throw dogs and shit. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> but uh, anyways, he told, he told us the full rundown on it. It was just like, you know, like, yeah, it's fake. They were like, it's, it's just... Dog? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> well, I mean, after he let us be scared for a while, because Danny Mayton like, was like... I don't know. I mean, I feel like if I was that guy, I wouldn't say shit. Like, I don't know. Well, I mean, it's, it, well, I mean, it's well known nowadays. Like, well, now, yeah, but I don't know. I, I this wasn't tried. in the '60s, man. This is in like 2000. I, and that's what I'm saying, though. If they bit on it first, so why wouldn't you try to, you know, yeah, through my dog or just rather, you know, no, I don't know. Oh yeah, no, Legend of Boggy Creek was a completely fake movie. Right, there right, was right, no, yeah. So, it was a really good movie, actually. So basically, what we're coming to is that Bigfoot isn't real. Was real. Was real. Yeah. Way back in the day. Yeah. And the legend just keeps. Well, well, no, no, no. What I was getting at was is is up north, like where there's like wilderness, you know, like yeah, like we're talking about like millions and millions of acres mm-hmm. of just like nothing but forest yeah. that are unroamed. Like I think something like that could happen there, you know, just because who the fucks even explored all that? Nobody has. And the and the and the forest is so dense up there, like you can't see but like ten foot. No, and it's like it's like done mm-hmm. after that. But I, but you don't hear as many cases up there as we do down here. But I also think methamphetamines and shit like that is real bad in the south. <laughs> oh, so sure. uh, you got motherfuckers <laughs> tweaking and seeing. Sh- you got people seeing shadow people and shit. It, like it, it it definitely plays a part. Yeah, there's a bunch of people down here that will try to put on stuff just to sound cool, and but, I'm just like, yeah. like you, you ever thought about? People that are fucking nuts but aren't on drugs. How does that? I, yes, and how does that happen? Like, man, no, it can't be genetics, dude. Sure Life experiences pretty much shape well, everything you well, are. No, no, because you can't you, you can't say that for schizophrenia. That's genetic. Well, no, that's. I thought you just meant like people that just throw the fuck no, off. Now, schizophrenic people is a whole other story. Crazy. I mean, they fucking see shit. That's crazy. Oh yeah. Dude, so, you got fucking I mean, multiple personalities. See, you hear yeah. voices. Like, could you imagine? Yeah, oh, no, I can't. I mean, well, I can't actually. But I mean, it's kind of like that, you know. Like, I mean, I think some things you could be born with, you know, where it's a real mental issue. But a lot of times, people are just nuts, you know, on their own. Like you said, how you know how they're raised. Yeah. So I mean, with that, I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of undiagnosed schizophrenia. That's a hard thing to That's get diagnosed it. with. Yeah. Like you got to be like hardcore, hardcore. So what about uh? I mean, I guess I'm gonna be uh, the host now. So, what, what's your uh, intake on the the drug problem in America? I think it's fucking terrible. I'm not a big advocate for drugs, mostly because uh, kids don't know how to take it. Like, I've done I've done a lot of blow in my life, you know. But you know, I, hey, I, I quit. Hey, doing, you you were the first one bringing it up. By I the way. quit doing drugs uh, a while back. I quit doing a lot of drugs a while back. And uh, I pretty much don't buy it no more. But uh, the reason was, is like you go to like any bar or whatever, and there's like a bunch of fucking little douchebag fucking college kids running around, skeetered the fuck out. I'm like, you can't hold your shit. Like, you just letting everybody fucking know you're doing cocaine, basically. Like, <laughs> I got a bag on. Like, after, after you do it, like, you know, like the next day, yeah, you can fucking talk about it. But yeah. at, while you're on it, don't be running around the bar fucking like grinding your fucking teeth and shit. Like, <laughs> Fucking grit your teeth or something, you dumb fuck. Like, do you not know what an image is? Like, everybody in this motherfucker knows you're doing it. 
And, and basically, the only drugs I like nowadays, I, I do like mushrooms. I think mushrooms, I mushrooms are really good, yeah. but I don't like tripping dick on mushrooms. Like, I like eating a small amount of mushrooms. Like, what are you doing, like three grams or something? Yeah, like three, like three yeah. grams or so, enough you know, enough, enough that you still drive. Yeah. I think I think this question kind of got out of hand. Okay, well, anyways, back to the drug problem in America. I think it's fucking <laughs> terrible. Uh, like... I didn't know what cocaine was. I was 25. That was three years ago. And I partied fucking hard, dude. Like, but I'd never really been around it or anything. I'll, I'll, and then just I'll, all I'll, of a sudden, I'll, everybody's doing it. I was thinking more like uh, the ADHD. Oh, fucking Adderall's terrible, man. ADD. Uh, yeah. Speed. But speed. Legal speed. Yeah. No, Adderall's nothing but methamphetamines. Mm-hmm. It's all it is. It's literally all it is. It's an amphetamine. Like, if you take an Adderall, it will show up amphetamines on a drug test. Yeah, a lot dumber here. And I think it's terrible <laughs> because anybody can go get that. Like, you know, you, you cool with a doctor at all, <laughs> this motherfucker will prescribe you Adderall. And you can get fucked up on some Adderall. Mm-hmm. It makes me feel bad. I don't like it, but... Only took and it. I hate Xanax and stuff like that. I think no, that yeah. I think antidepressants are the most bullshit thing really in the are, fucking man. world, man. That's a big no go for me. It, it, I, any kind of anything that I can't control myself on, like you take Xan, it, it, say you prescribe Xanax, okay? You're depressed and you actually you don't fucking need it. Everybody's fucking depressed. God damn, that shit ain't doing nothing but fucking making it worse. Because as soon as you quit taking it, it's your life's gonna you go. Fall, fall back into it yeah, harder. you're gonna fall back into it way harder. Like so off. it's oh, yeah. better to yeah. like get a different mindset on your own than it is to do yeah, that. Sure. But it's all chemical about. Yeah, it's what it is. Yeah. And, yep. and, and uh, there's small antidepressants that like low doses antidepressants you can take, but you're not supposed to take them for an extended amount of time. No, you're supposed to take them no. for like a couple of months and then quit taking them. And you'll be alright. It's supposed yes. to just get your shit back right. But to be honest, what they should do is is quit giving Adderall and people ADHD is also kind of half-ass bullshit. I don't care if I lose wizard of that or not. ADHD and ADD like for kids. For kids because is, every kid's hyper. Yes, sport. every kid's hyper and adults. Yeah, it makes you fucking focus. You just took some goddamn amphetamines. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna clean my house twice. Yeah, but anyways, they they should swap Adderall for Xanax and give a little bit of Adderall to people with depression because it will boost your confidence. Yes. And, and you know, like as long as you're not taking it at a high dosage and you're actually sleeping whenever you're supposed to. Yes. You know, you're doing everything right. It will boost your confidence and you will come away better. But then you got the motherfucker. But if you take Adderall for like, if you stack 24 fucking hours. You're not going to be a good person after that. No. And that's what most people are going to do with it. I don't know anybody that takes Adderall on, on a, that's prescribed it. I don't know anybody that takes it right. <laughs> that legitimately takes oh, what I they're supposed to. Like, okay, <laughs> I say that, but I know people that are prescribed like three 30 milligram Adderalls a day. That's 90 fucking milligrams a day of Adderalls. You're prescribed. That means you get 90 of those pills a day. Yep. You know what fucking 90 milligrams of Adderall will do to me? I've never met... Fucking make me climb the ceiling, dog. I've never met a person that has prescribed Adderall that doesn't sell it to anybody else. Uh, Which is fucking sad. Yeah. And and the bad thing is, is the street price is cheaper than what... Like, if if you don't have insurance, the street price is cheaper than what you're going to pay a pharmacist for. But uh, we'll we'll go back to uh, antidepressants. So... The people that take antidepressants, especially around our age, like one of my good friends, man, is terrible, man. You drink three beers and you black out and you act fucking ignorant. And they're just like, oh, you know, and they'll do like some fucked up shit. And it's like, oh, yeah, man, you know, like I I, I take a Ativan or yeah. something like that. And, and I'm just like, that's not an excuse. Like if you knew you were coming out to the bar tonight to drink, 
why the fuck did you eat? It's Friday night. Don't take don't take it on Fridays and Saturdays, all right? Because I'm going to have to fucking sit here and worry about the cops showing up because you're doing some fucking stupid shit. <laughs> you're fucking grinding your teeth, yeah. man. Like, how money. Get your shit together, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean... I don't know why people try to take it with alcohol too, because it just every time. Yeah, it makes it ten bad. times as bad. But yes, it's it, way worse. Anybody that blacks out is gonna do dumb shit. Yeah. I took Xanax one time in my entire life, and I swear to God, I'll never do that shit again. Like I woke up, I got a whole bunch of them from somebody for free, and uh, I took all of them, I guess, in like a three-day period. And I woke up three days later, and I thought it was only two days. Yeah. And I don't know what the fuck happened. But well, I had a fresh pack of cigarettes, so apparently I drove to town, which scared the shit out of me. <laughs> which, well, you know, speaking of dumb shit, like, I mean, it's just like that kind of thing, you know, the blackout situation. Like, with, uh, <laughs> last thing I remember, for, you know, the last time I was at a bar and I really blacked out, uh, Randall bought me a shot, and I don't remember thinking after that. All I remember is waking up the next morning and seeing uh, my Snapchat story where I was going through the bar at Thursdays and just filming everybody, you know? It's like that kind of deal. So, like, when I think about that, I think, you know, maybe people, you know, like me or whatever who are more prone to that, I guess, yeah. really shouldn't, you know, fuck with that. Yeah. You know? Because, I, I mean, what comes with that? You know, if that's going to do that, if you add that on top of it, what the fuck, and is that going to, I don't know. My, my point is, is it going to, like if you, like I said, if you're prescribed, <laughs> is it going to really kill you to either not take it Friday and Saturday or don't fucking drink? I mean, well, you get addicted, though. That's the problem. But it also takes away your give a fuck. Yep. In all of life. So, like, you see somebody at work that takes it. They're just literally not give a fuck about nothing. I'm like, dude, like, we're trying to get shit done here, and yeah. you don't give a fuck. Like, you're doing dumb shit, like... Running over skids at work. Y'all know what skid is? Fucking wood skid. Yep. All right. So I, I pipe fine. So we we fuck with those a lot. Well, uh, my old swamper man, he 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 was prescribed Ativan, which is apparently like kind of. He says it's low powered. I don't give a fuck. It makes it changes this motherfucker. His pupils are dilated all day, and he don't take a lot. He takes one pill. I don't know how much that is. I don't know nothing about that shit really, as yeah. far as like, you know, dosages and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But like it. it Anytime we're not, like, something, uh, yeah, technically you can do it. You can run over those kids and break them. They're probably going to throw them away anyways at the end of the job. But it doesn't look good for a boss to walk to walk up and see where I just track my track hose somewhere and there's shit in the way that I just run the fuck over. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, it don't matter if, it, if it's there and it don't make a fuck that if I, if I do, it's not going to hurt nothing. Right. You know, it technically it is trash, but it don't look good that you didn't clean your area out. You know, like. <laughs> Like, you're walking on the ground anyways. You just passed it. Pick it up, throw it out of the way. Fuck, you know? It looks like you're on yeah. shit. <laughs> like, like, yes, exactly. And, like, there's trash or anything. Like, I'm not going to sit here and track over. Like, somebody's got to come back and pick that up, mm-hmm. you know? And tell you, I don't give a fuck about that person that does that. But, you know, it's just, it's image. You know, like yep. I said, it goes back to image. Like, it takes away your give a fuck for anything. Yeah. Like, people like that are people that, that'll always be a labor or, or low. You know, like, you, you got to have an image. Whenever I go to work, I don't drink. I don't go out. I don't do anything. I definitely don't hang out with people I work with, like, just in case, you know. I try to keep my image uh, good. Like, I try to do everything I can at work to be a better person or try to look good, you know, keep my area, my work, throwing dirt with my track hoe. Uh, you can technically throw dirt wherever the fuck you want to because tell them where you're going to fill it right back in. You know, yep. it's all going right back in the hole. But it still doesn't look good to do that. It doesn't take any extra time at all to have an actual spool pile, you know. You're just respecting yourself, man. Yeah, it's, it's self-respect, really. But it's also, it. I don't like looking bad in front of people. 
I, I, I care. I don't give a fuck about myself. I care about what you think of me and you think of me, but not in a way to where I show out or anything like that. I'm not one of the people who can get drunk at the bar and be buying like Trace of shots trying to get attention from people. But, but it, people that matter, I want to think. I want them to think highly of me. There's a simple balance between loving yourself and respecting other people's opinion. Yeah. <laughs> I don't love myself. I hate myself. But <laughs> but I you, respect your I, I respect other people's but, opinion. But you me. love yourself enough to respect other people's opinion to a certain extent. You might have just changed some shit in my head. Alright, so <laughs> Kane and Bryce just fucking gave me an epiphany. <laughs> no man. Honestly, uh Love yourself, first and foremost. Uh, and uh, if you're depressed, don't fucking take antidepressants. Fucking find a way. <laughs> well, to talk to a therapist or something. Talk to your friend. Talk to a stranger. That's the key. Just talking. I, I I go to bars all the time. I went I went to the bar not by myself, and I fucking met all you guys. Like, on, on, honestly, the the strongest thing you can do is uh, strengthen your mind. Uh, but you got to elaborate on that. How do you strengthen your mind? Texas country. <laughs> um, I mean, on, honestly, uh, the way I did it, I watched a lot of uh, positive podcasts. I watched a lot of positive videos. I posted positive about myself. I uh, gassed my friends up. I uh, let them know I love them. And, uh, you know, giving love to, to someone that you love and making them a better person in the process is in the process of making yourself a better person. If, if it doesn't make you feel good to make somebody else feel good, like you're a fucked up individual, you're probably not. You're probably not able to be helped at that point. <laughs> I'm serious. I love it, man. Like even a stranger. Like I love to make people feel good. Like I don't. Unless somebody's just being a complete prick to me, like I'm not gonna say anything bad to you or anything. But if you're being an asshole, yeah, I'd be like, dude, you're a fucking idiot. Honestly, the best advice I could give uh, to anybody going through some shit is uh, write a song about it. <laughs> definitely don't write a song about it because then you got to sing it for the rest of your life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good point. Um, love yourself. Um, respect everybody else's success. Although there is people that are successful that don't really deserve it. That yes. Uh, so so definitely love yourself. Respect everybody else's success. But stay tight on your morals. Uh, stay tight to what you believe in, and uh, definitely don't fault on it. You know. Uh, everybody comes down a different road in their life. So uh, you know, run the road that you're supposed to be running and uh you know as long as you love yourself you really don't make a fuck run 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 your fucking path and and love yourself and, I, and I don't look back don't live with guilt you know my my thing about that is is uh the buddy that takes the Ativan, he you know he's always doing fucked up shit and he's always depressed about it you know like he'll wake up the next day and be like man i did this last night i'm like won't you just stop doing shit that you know you'll feel good? Stop cheating on your fucking girlfriend all the goddamn time. Just stop doing shit like that. You know, like, like your whole depression thing goes along with you feeling guilty about shit you do all the time. A lot of a lot of people that suffer from depression really do, you know, they, they do a lot of shit that they shouldn't. 
and well, yeah, it's a lot of shit that they're not uh, necessarily recognizing. Yeah, yeah. Not it's with. not necessarily it's something bad. It's something they're not comfortable with themselves. Yeah, or even like you said, how something that they did, and they're, they're not dealing with it. You know, just that, I mean, it varies, but uh, it's kind of like why I quit doing drugs. Or, uh, is because uh, I feel I'd always feel guilty about it the next day because I knew it was something that I shouldn't do. You know, like the next day I wake up and be like, man, you know, like kind of not right to do that. Yeah. So it took a long time to like quit getting drunk and stuff because I'm bad about doing bad things and I get drunk. Not bad things, but you know, like. Well, once you do it, you go full. You're leaning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel that. Self-control, man. That's really what it is. Same with depression, too. I mean, that's a little bit of self-control there where you let yourself dip into that because, I mean, I do that all the time. Yeah. I feel it come on, and then, but sometimes I'll let it myself dip into it mentally because... It's not, it's, I would say more of a weak moment, but it's uh, it's also like you just, sometimes you don't feel like helping yourself, you know, and, and it's it's hard to kind of admit that too, where you don't, you're just like, I don't want to fucking help myself. I suffer from depression pretty to. bad. Same, I, yeah. I, I come off as a pretty uh, uppity person, you know, like I think, yeah. I, I, I technically think really highly of myself to an extent, but like I'm also, I get really bad depressed sometimes, and it's almost like I get tired of helping myself, huh? you know, like. I'm, I'm like, you know, like, fuck, dude. Like, it's just like a repeat cycle, right. you know? Well, yeah, it's monotonous. It's like, yeah, I can talk myself up now, but in a month, if I'm, something bad's gonna happen, I'm gonna be back in the same fucking situation, man. So, I might, I might catch some shit for this, and it's probably gonna be a deep conversation. Have a shit catcher. But, I think depression is a very big mindset sort of thing. It is. Completely. I think uh, if you're positive and you speak positive and you wake up and say positive things, that you will be a positive person. And I believe that if you put time into making yourself a better person, uh, you know, whether it be a job or a dream or, you know, just waking up and making the bed in the morning, I feel like doing things positive in your life will make you more of a positive person and which also helps towards you know being depressed and being uh, down on yourself and i just feel like i feel like people are lazy nowadays and i feel like yeah. I, I feel like depression is bigger now more than ever and i feel like more recognized now yeah yeah and I feel like there's more people coming out with it and and using it as not more not not an excuse but more of a crutch. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like they could, you know, just step up and and say, you know, you know, just step up and be like, I'm that motherfucker, man. Yeah, but I mean that that's that goes back to what I was saying earlier about uh, you know, the bullshit stuff. Like mild depression is normal. Like everybody in here has fucking been depressed. Am I correct? Everybody in here suffers from depression at, at to an extent. Yeah. Now the depression I'm talking about, like for me, is because like like I said, like normally I'm an uppity person, but whenever I go through a bout of depression, it'd be like whenever I was 17, I shattered my eye socket. Uh, had brain damage. The next day, my cousin died. Uh, and then, like, high school graduation, like, my fucking grandpa died while I was at my graduation, so I had to go through all that by myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's more like, I, 
major things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like if you have a lot of bad things, like major life-changing situations happen, <laughs> like, yeah, we're all going to get speeding tickets and shit like that. But I mean, like, there's some people that have, like, constant life-changing shit happen all the fucking time. What, what, That's a negative shit. Well, and what's bad about that is it's, all it is is processing. You know, like, you're just, you know, some people can process it quicker and learn how to just, you know, or whether it's a, a shut-off valve or emotions kind of thing. But I mean, a lot of people, you know, they, I mean, they can't process certain things that happen that fast. So they just, they dip and then it just piles on them, you know? Also, self-destruction. That too, that's a big That, that cause it. But, but the self-destruction thing, it's self-destruction almost doesn't have a cure because no. you literally are doing it to yourself exactly. and thing. you can't stop. And they think they want, people want to struggle, whether they want to admit it or not. Humans have this thing where they, they want to inherently struggle. Like if you have a rich guy who has everything, he's fucking bored. Yeah, exactly. He's bored as shit, I promise you. We, that's why they it's human nature to want a challenge Cause, yes because you need something to you know you want to struggle that's part of who, who we are you yeah. know so I think like a lot of that too uh, you know if, like working and just even getting your uh, mind going exercising helps a lot with depression because you're doing something with yourself you know depression just makes you sit in bed for eight days and not look at the yeah. clock because like, you don't give a it's just fucking you can't even get in to watch movies you yeah, know like you, you know, turn whatever you want to on the TV but you're just like god damn this sucks you be looking on your phone trying to Wikipedia just anything that will get your attention and it won't how does that work when you write the songs like do you does any of your songs like take you back to like you know bad situations while you're on stage and I got a reason why I'm asking that I'll tell you that afterwards of course um like you told, you sang a song tonight about some girl you're talking to fucking your friend in the same room as you thought you were passed out. Like, does that fuck with you? Um, no, it it definitely takes you back. Um, if if there was a video of tonight and you go back and look at it, the whole time I was, you know, speaking the story. Uh, it was very specific. Like, <laughs> you, you know, could tell it was coming from the heart. It wasn't like, oh. It was just like more and more and more came as the story played in my head and I talked it and uh it's a blessing and a curse you know yeah you get a good song and you cope with it and you know you get over it and you move on with life you know with musicians you just kind of do it to yourself you see uh the reason why I was asking that is I, I was talking earlier to somebody out there I don't remember who it was uh me and Bart Crow had a conversation one time uh his uh, first couple albums, uh, you know, they were all about suicide. Like, pretty much every fucking song, like, Drifted in the Wind, and all those songs were. And uh, I was mad because he didn't sing any of those songs. I knew the only song I knew that he sang was uh, Little Angel with a Bottle, and I fucking hate that song. <laughs> and I was pissed, man. I was like, dude, like, this is fucking bullshit. And he was like, can we drink a beer over this? So, yeah, we got a beer. We sat down at the table, which is pretty shocking to me because at the time I didn't know nobody, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we sat down, and he was like, man, look, so my buddy, he said that his buddy was married, and he would call his buddy and get ideas for songs. Yeah. And uh, so all those songs about suicide was about his terrible fucking marriage. I can pause. There you go. Yeah, man. going to make me too. So anyway, all, all these songs were about his buddy that uh, was going through like a terrible, terrible fucking marriage and like got ended up having to get a divorce from this girl where his buddy actually ended up killing himself. You know, like after the fact, he wrote all these songs about his buddy killing himself. The dude actually fucking did it. And he said it just killed his vibe too bad every time he had to sing those songs. 
Which I think he might have got over it now because now he's starting to learn that, you know, those are songs that got him big and he's got to go back to that. And, you know, he talked about that. He made like a big video and like a, a lot of posts and stuff about the fact that he watched his career tank pretty much just basically because of that. He's letting it get to him. Can we, can we pause this and yeah. drink some more? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Let, let's pause this and get drinking. Edit cool? this part out. Yeah, let, let's pause this and we'll come back. No. Okay. All right, so we're back and it's been like two hours and these fuckers got me drunk and I it's five thirty in the morning. Hey, look, man. The bass player bad. woke up, Adam. I'm good. Uh, I never introduced Zach, who is who's the guitarist. <laughs> <What's> up, <laughs> he just kind of fell in. And uh, I was so here earlier, but it's we were talking about Bart Crow and his album. But the reason why I even brought that up was because we were talking about depression and stuff before that. The reason I brought that up is because back in like two thousand and. <laughs> 12, I think when we broke up, I went through a year-long relationship. It was a really bad breakup, and I was fucking my life up real bad. Yeah. And uh, that album pretty much like saved my life. Like yeah. That's like, what kept me from blowing my goddamn brains out, for right. real. That's a whole bunch uh, of music, man. Yeah, it is. It, yeah, it's a catalyst, and, and that's what I was getting at, too, is that... Uh, Music, if, if you're suffering depression, like, don't take fucking Xanax and goddamn antidepressants. Right. Fucking listen to music, dude. Something that vibes with you. Yeah. Like, there's all kinds of artists that are actually songwriting. I'm talking about not in your mainstream bullshit. Pretty much artists you've never heard. One of them motherfuckers is talking about whatever the fuck it is you're going through. They're talking about it. Mm-hmm. Sure. Now, think about, uh, Hayes Carl has, has that song, uh, the love that we need you you know that's such a good fucking song because it is so true in so many different situations you know like we had the life that we wanted but the didn't have the love that we needed right yeah i remember that you know it's little things like that you don't think it really to write about and then it comes out and then you know people hear it and it just it hits so hard sometimes you think like well how come I didn't write that you know like that kind of thing it's because it's right there sitting in front of you it's, I love songs like that I feel like those guys didn't even try to write those songs I feel like if you try to write a song it's going to come out cliche but like if it just one day just hits you on, on, like, honestly the <laughs> so there's a moment in my life where I realized that my music touched people in a different way than I ever thought it would. It's a good feeling, too. Uh, a buddy of mine was uh, going through a bad relationship. Uh, he had had a kid with this lady and uh, was on a very bad side of life, so to speak. Uh, and I released my uh, debut album, I wait to 87 and he listened to the song just stay and he had listened to it previously and uh, randomly uh, probably three weeks later after I released it uh, he had texted me and said dude thank you so much for releasing that album and I said for sure man like thank you for supporting it he goes honestly tonight I thought about killing myself and the only thing that stopped me was your song. You're going to make me fucking cry, man, you bitch. Dude, <laughs> honestly, I, I called him immediately, and we had a very long, in-depth conversation. And 
it's it's just crazy. It's crazy that you can put words to paper, and that can touch somebody. Something you thought was insignificant, you know, that Dude, you just thought it was just a song you were just writing. Yes, and you know, and I've I've had the same thing happen to me, and you know, I've listened to songs that have hit me, and I teared up immediately, and I never in a million years would have thought that my song would have hit somebody like that and the fact that it did uh, is you know not 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 only saving a life but saving one of my closest friends now is just uh can't put it in words yes it, it, it's, it's almost like uh you didn't even realize it until now that like that's almost why you're writing songs so yes and uh I've, I've i've realized that now in my songwriting and uh i've kind of gone out of my way to try and put music out that no one has listened to or heard or been touched by and i'm just I'm trying to do something different. I, I'm trying to put it out there for that exact reason. For the reason that no one has been touched like that. And the fact that it can change a life. And I guarantee by the end of your career, that's not going to be the that's not gonna be the only time that that right there has been said to you. I hope not. You know, it kind of, it's like, it's not normal at all. That, that's something that's a very specific feeling to know that yeah. that's some, that something that you did that you thought was insignificant turned out to like save somebody's life well I mean not even really insignificant but like you write something that you were feeling in that particular moment and it's hard to like sometimes it's hard to even go for yourself once you write it to go back into that spot you know necessarily how you were feeling directly but like it hits other people because they're currently in that spot yeah. I love that about songwriting Honestly, the craziest thing that I can see about songwriting... It shows you're just human. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, no, no. Like, the the craziest thing that I look into songwriting is the fact that people can write about certain things and never go through it or never be in it. And But it, it it's the fact that you're putting yourself in somebody else's shoes or, you know, putting yourself in somebody else's, you know life and writing about something you never fucking heard of and still changing lives even though you haven't been through that that is probably one of the craziest things I've seen in songwriting and music in general well yeah but that, that comes with like feeling the music like you can tell somebody's like just trying to write something about something and somebody that like can actually feel it like I'm one of them people, like, I'm not very judgmental on people because, you know, I see somebody and how they're acting. Like, I can normally put myself in their shoes. And that's why I'm not an asshole like strangers or nothing. Like, unless you're a dick to me, I'm, I'm not a dick to you, you know. But, you know, there's certain people I can tell by the way they're acting, even a stranger. Like, I can tell they're acting out because of a certain way. I'd be like, what's going on, man? Like, there's been a couple times I talk to strangers where I've just been like, dude, like, you got something going on, man? Like, I can tell by your vibe that you're just like, Going through something. Yeah, you you gotta be going through something like you you're putting on, you Can't know. Get this better, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. the beauty. That's the beauty of uh, of being a human, man. I was uh dude, I was uh I was stabbed. I I got in a I was a bar, I was a I was a bouncer. Like in two thousand three, four. And to me, one of the hardest lessons I've ever learned in my life 
through music because I was a bouncer, protecting all these people and stuff. All whatever was 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 uh, forgiveness. So the guy, the guy who stabbed me, was going like you said. You could you could tell had had something going on in his life and whatnot. And um, as hard as it was, I dude, I was in an emergency room, and I didn't know if I was gonna live or not. Had a whole bunch of blood lost, and um, did that hit an artery or anything? Or just no, it's just it's luckily right no. here. <laughs> but the, but the thing is, is, the beauty of it is that, is that, is that, that that was like the year I just really started drinking. I, I didn't start drinking until I was 25, and when I did, I gained like 60 pounds. Doctor came in and says, "Like, dude, you've been drinking a lot. You've been getting a whole bunch of weight in a little amount of time." And he goes, "If it wasn't for that." Then you, you it would have been a different story here. Yeah, it hit like something. Yeah, yeah. But, but the thing is, it's like in moments like that, you, you want the basic necessities. You want to be able to see a blue sky. You want to be able to see yeah. the sun. You want to, I want to see my brother again, my dad, stuff like that. And you ask for that spiritually. Yeah, but you can tell a lot of people's never been through that. Like a lot of people don't cherish the fact that you know, like this right here, that that. We fucking met tonight and just like, hey, y'all did fuck ass shit. And we sat down and we pretty much made pretty good fucking friends since we've been here. <laughs> even, though even though like now that y'all kept me up for this long and uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm kind of like leaning on the outskirts and not being y'all's friend anymore. But <laughs> welcome to the fucking lifestyle. Literally, yeah. we do yeah. that a lot. If I went in and stay up till six o'clock in the morning last night, also. <laughs> I don't think it's ever been so bad. But, oh, man. But anyway, you know, like, a lot of people don't realize, you know, like, man, that's kind of like it goes back to uh, the drug problem nowadays. It's it's like kids don't understand, like, uh, you know, there's more shit to live for. Like, you don't always need drugs to have fun. You don't. And I've been that person. I've been that person. I'm saying that for somebody that's been there, you know, like, you know, like if you, I'm not against it. You know, don't get me wrong. Right. But there's a time and a place. Like, yeah, if I don't even know a specific situation that it would be good in to do drugs. But I mean, there is a situation it that, a that season, it would be right? fun. Yeah. yeah, it would be fun. You know, but like if you're just going out to the club with your friends, and it's like a normal night. You're going to the same club you always fucking go to. Don't be in that bitch grinding your teeth. We're tired of seeing it. Yeah, <laughs> you're, embarrass- you're embarrassing the rest of us that can hold our shit down. Yeah, but then you get to that point where you're like, well, if I'm able to hold my shit down this well, does that mean that I have such a big tolerance built up to the point? But then it's not fun anymore at that point. Well, no, it's not, because then you, you, just do you just start really it. overthinking about it, because you, you're sitting with it to the point where you're like, all right, I have it, I'm here, but also I'm objectively thinking about it, like, do I need it to the point where, because I'm I'm, 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 I'm I'm literally looking at myself outside of myself going, yeah, I'm high right now. Yeah. What is it doing for Specific me? situation. I yeah. remember doing cocaine, and we were dancing on tables, and then six months later, you just see me sitting in the corner fucking gripping the fuck out of my beard. Yeah. Just trying not to look like I was doing cocaine. Right. You know, like, nobody knew we were doing it when we were dancing on tables. They yeah. just thought we were just drunk kids having fun. Well, and me. then... In the end, you're just sitting in the corner grinding your teeth. Yeah, because that's the point where And whoever like, comes up and talks to you about anything interesting, you just well, talk their look, fucking ear yeah, off. Yeah, good luck to them. Because you will talk their fucking yeah, ear off. Yeah, yeah. And just hope to God they took Adderall or something. That's the only time. That's the time they don't, which is the problem. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, man, no, I feel that. I feel that. I mean, and it... it 
you know, and this isn't just for anybody or but a lot, just, a lot of people. Hold on, I, I'll let you finish your second. Oh yeah, I, this is a thought that might slip my mind here in a minute. Uh, you know, a lot of people do drugs, you know, to like feel something in, like depression and stuff like that. But it only makes it worse in the end because you feel guilty about it. Uh, you go to doctors, get Adderall, mm-hmm. fucking Xanax, whatever. Yeah. You do a whole bunch of stupid fucking shit, man. And anybody that sells drugs is gonna feel bad for it in the end. It don't make a fuck what kind of money you make off of it. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. It could, I mean, could you really, as a pharmacist, feel guilty about doing something? I would, legally? man. Legally? No, I, I would completely. Like, if I was a pharmacist, I don't know, man. I don't think I could even be a doctor nowadays. But that's the thing, because you're because because, about- because if somebody come up to me and was like, man, I'm depressed as fuck, I need some Xanax. I'd be like, no, man, just like, go out tonight and do some blow and fucking be cool and don't do it no more <laughs> for that. Yeah. Well, or like, don't <laughs> fucking run, yeah. bro. Yeah. You know, like, seriously, run? it's all fuck about those that. I'm not into fitness. Well, fuck the, fit- the fitness. No, it's about getting your fucking, your, your mind going, your juices full, and your body in general. Like, I mean, the exercise is legit, a good way to handle well, also, it. Also, if you're not into running, meditation's also pretty decent. Well, well I, okay. Right, fuck well, I mean, I don't mean like the crazy Unless meditation, like the old whatever. But I'm saying, but I mean, just sit there with no TV on, no music. And it's pretty, yeah. pretty much like those nights you can't sleep. You know, people complain about that. It's like I laid in bed night. I couldn't, I couldn't sleep. I, I was thinking about everything. But I guarantee you, woke up the next morning, you finally go to sleep. Mm-hmm. You woke up the next morning feeling a little better because you thought all that shit out. Yeah. Well, and I think that's probably the issue nowadays. Like it sucks you lost sleep. But people are pussies nowadays. Well, like okay, but, but here's, here's the thing, though, nowadays. Like, people complain, oh, I can't sleep, blah, blah, blah. But that's mainly because there's no hard labor intensity. Like, they yeah, work like, I'm fucking tired. Arby's, you know? Yeah, I'm tired now. I get off. I run a track hole. I sit in the fucking air conditioner all day. But I tell you what, when what I, I get off work, first thing I want to do is I want to take me a nap. Yeah. But I heard. And I'll get up. I might watch some TV. I'm going to cook myself some dinner. Cause I'm not a big fan of going out to eat. Yeah. Cook myself some dinner, and I'm gonna go back to bed. Oh, I'm tired. Is, I'm mentally wore out. Yeah. Well, okay. And I just, just have to think about my job. You know, not the whole not time to I'm say doing. that people at Arby's don't work hard. Whatever. But I'm just saying, like, if you fuck that, all, people at Arby's okay. don't fucking work exactly. hard. We you can go ahead and all agree cookies on and roasty sandwiches. All I'm saying is, like, if you go work on an oil rig, and then you come home, exactly, you're fucking tired, and you will sleep. Yep. You will, will you not? Yeah, my brother did that yeah, shit. He, I mean, he just—he used to have a huge issue with sleeping. You know, wouldn't fuck. He go fucking on the offshore, got a real job, offshore rig. Yeah. You know, and, fuck, dude. Like, I mean, you're out. You know, wouldn't well, no. <laughs> I think that's what it is. It's literally keeping your mind to the point where it's like. You know, you exhaust it so it doesn't overthink. Because that's the problem with our, our, our minds. That oh, yeah. We let them stay yeah. stagnant and they overthink about bullshit. And then we can't sleep. And then we get depressed. You know what I mean? Just you have to keep that shit going and keep it at bay at the same time. I'm one of them people that a lot of people think they can, like, confide into me. Like, I have some kind of, like, fucking wisdom or some bullshit. And they'll be like, these are my problems. And I'm like, that's all shit you can easily take care of. Like, I got real shit going on in my life that I can't control. You know? Like, there, I, <laughs> yeah. there is no solution to my shit. I just got to right. let it happen. Right. You yeah. know? And, and it's kind of like a relationships. Like, people are like, oh, fucked up over their exes. Yeah, well, go ahead and get used to it. You never really just get over that. Unless one day something may happen and it, something might yeah, but you always It's something you'll think about it. Yeah, it, you'll think about you're it. You never truly okay, yeah. over it. Yo, no, it never. Lingers. Never. And, and uh... And that's fine, but yeah. that's what makes us human. Bills. We all have problems with bills. I make a lot of fucking money, and I still always struggle, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just... Bullshit always happens, yeah. you know? And it's going to. 
Yeah. Some people fucking have money and don't have fucking problems, and some people have money and it's all out the window. It's yeah. you get it. I mean, man, like that's just part of being human, though. That's yeah. what's cool about it is that we will all go through the same shit, yeah. no matter what. It might be to a lesser extent, but at some point you're gonna hit fucking. No matter how happy somebody's saying, that just means they're dealing with their shit a little better. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You and know. I think that's also why, like, past relationships, while that lingers in your head, so that you will remember and learn from. Oh yeah. You know. See, I learned not that's to. That's how I view it. I learned not to do drugs. Uh, get addicted to shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, how yeah, I yeah. I mean, that'll fuck a relationship. Yeah, it did. <laughs> I had a luxury apartment, man. I had an eighteen hundred dollar a month apartment. It's yeah. fucking dope. Fucking <laughs> torpedo that shit. <laughs> <laughs> But guys, I have got to get home because it is 6 a.m. now. Yes, sir. And uh, y'all niggas have killed me. <laughs> Man, I tell you what, we had fun partying with you. Yeah, I know you're going to bitch out. But I had fun. fun. I had fun. It's fine. Is there anything you want to say about music or anything? Um, 2020. We're coming up with some new shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dang so, dang. 2020, uh, where y'all recording at? Uh, we're looking at a couple of different studios. Uh, we're not dead set on one yet, but Did I talk to Jared Flush. Yes, that's uh, kind of expensive. Yeah, not that's one of them, but uh, yeah, we're uh, keeping a few people in mind. Yeah. To go in the studio with. I got and, a mixer uh, right here, man. Honestly, man, we're, we're, we're just ready to get in the studio and uh, get some new stuff banged out. Yeah. Uh, what y'all do? I'm going to be called y'all names for it or anything yet? Not yet. Not yet. Uh, Tossed around some funny names, but that really went out of Are y'all trying to go like a comical name or are y'all trying to go like no, just yeah, something that hits y'all? More, uh, more gangster, you know, east side, west side, you know. Just call it NWA. <laughs> <laughs> Two. <laughs> yeah. Ninjas with attitude. Because it's <laughs> 2019. Yeah. It'll be 2020 by then. You definitely yeah, can't yeah, say anything man. like that then. It's only getting worse. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so yeah. out of that whole album, how many songs do you have written out of it? Uh, we have four so far. Uh, I was working on one today before we got on stage. Uh, so possibly five. So do you just like sit down and write your songs? Like you just like feel like I need to go write, or or like does it just like hit you all of a sudden? Just like I'll be back. Uh, you know, it, it's all different. Uh, you don't put it on your phone, do you? Actually, write it out. I don't disappoint am, me. Don't disappoint me. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm a pen to paper guy. Yeah. I don't I don't like typing shit out on my phone. Uh, and your phone's also a distraction. But I like uh, you know. Kind of writing my shit out, and uh, I feel like you can tell in your own handwriting about what you were thinking about. Uh, and, so it might be like a little subtle difference that, like, you probably if you were trying to look, you wouldn't notice, but like if you look back at it, you can see your stress. And you know, the like, I'm a firm believer in like, if you write the shit out, you're gonna remember it more if you write it out than if you type it out. You can write all the words you want, but if you don't remember how you were saying them in your head, like the tone and the tune in your butt. Yeah, you can't get that down on a phone. Uh-uh. Because you know? I've tried that when I'm at work and I have a good lot, couple lines to come in my head. I try to write them down and then I go read them later and I'm like, this is dumb as fuck, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, like in my head, it was, you know, with you know, with the intention that you have, it's different. So when you write it down, I feel like you read it differently than just how everything's typed out New Times Roman. Well, when we first started this, like I'd have topics and I'd put them on my phone. I swear to you, I've never used any of them. 
Yeah. <laughs> I got like pages upon pages in my notes on my phone and shit. And I was just like, no, not gonna do it. But anyways, man, we're gonna close this shit out. Cause I am yeah, right dead. on, man. Shut the door. Circle up, circle up prayer, man. We tried to be a little <laughs> political on here. Uh, anyways, good meeting you guys. Yes, sir. Close out this bitch. Any last words? Peace, love, chicken grease. Peace, love, and chicken and grease. And we're slipping and shit. We're not really sure how we got here. What we do know is we have no fucking clue what we're doing. If you'd like to support the Texas Meltdown, you can go to thetexasmeltdown.com. Click the support button. Type in your debit card information and send me some money. It won't go to me, it'll go to buying t-shirts and other supplies. If you'd like to interact with us on social media, you can go to facebook.com and type in the Texas Meltdown Podcast. If you don't already follow us, you should. Or you can head on over to iTunes where you're probably already at and leave a five-star review. That'd really help to get our name out there. If you'd like to buy a t-shirt, you can go to the Texas Meltdown Podcast on Facebook and leave me a message. Sometimes I have them, sometimes I don't. But as soon as I do get more, I have one sent to you. They're usually $10. I hope y'all had just as much fun listening as I had recording all this. Signing off is Casey Bowles from the Texas fucking Meltdown.